بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم الحمد لله الحمد لله نحمده ونستعينه ونستغفره ونؤمن به ونتوكل عليه ونعوذ بالله من شرور أنفسنا ومن سيئات أعمالنا من يهده الله فلا مضل له ومن يضلل فلا هادي له ونشهد أن لا إله إلا الله وحده لا شريك له ونشهد أن محمدا عبده ورسوله أرسل الله تعالى بالحق بشيرا ونذيرا داعيا إلى الله بإذنه وسراجا منيرا فما بعد فقال تعالى يا أيها الذين آمنوا اتقوا الله حق تقاته ولا تموتن إلا وأنتم مسلمون وقال يا أيها الذين آمنوا اتقوا الله وقولوا قولا سديدا يصلح لكم اعمالكم ويغفر لكم ذنوبكم ومن يطع الله ورسوله فقد فاز فوزا عظيما فقال نبينا محمد صلى الله عليه واله وصحبه وسلم ان اصدق الحديث كتاب الله وخير الهدي هدي محمد صلى الله عليه وسلم وشر الامور محدثاتها وكل محدثه بدع وكل بدعه ضلاله وكل ضلاله في النار My dear respected brothers and sisters elders last week we spoke about the essence of Islam which is to submit our will to the will of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala jalla jalaluhu Ibrahim alayhi salam epitomizes that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala said about him id qala lahu rabbuhu aslim qala aslamtu li rabbil alamin when his rabb said to him submit he said i have submitted He said to him, "Be a Muslim." He said, "I have, I am a Muslim." To the Rabb of the Alamin. To me, this ayah is the slogan of Islam. "Qala Aslam tu, Qala Qala Aslim, Qala Aslam tu, Aslim Aslam tu." Submit, I have submitted. The life of Ibrahim alayhi salam, his wife, our mother Hajar alayhi salam, and his son Ismail alayhi salam. is a living example of what it means to be a muslim allah subhanahu wa ta'ala loved it so much that he made ibrahim alayhi salam his khalil and told us his story immortalizing it for all time let me take you on a little journey through that story highlighting and flagging some important points it begins with the relationship between ibrahim alayhi salam and allah subhanahu wa ta'ala jalla jalaluhu from the time ibrahim alayhi salam was a young boy allah subhanahu wa ta'ala mentioned one instance allah subhanahu wa ta'ala said wa id qala ibrahim rabbi arini kayfa tuhyil mauta qala abalam tu'min qala bala walakin liyatma'inna qalbi قال فخذ أربعة من الطير فصرهن إليك ثم جعل ثم جعل على كل جبل منهن جزء ثم دعوهن يأتينك سعيا وعلم أن الله عزيز حكيم الله سبحانه وتعالى said which means and remember when Ibrahim asked he said my Rabb show me how you give life to the dead and he allah subhanahu wa ta'ala said don't you believe and he ibrahim alayhi salam says yes of course i believe but to be stronger in faith 
And he, Jalla Jalaluhu said, take four birds, then tame them, cause them to incline towards you. And then slaughter them, cut them into pieces, and then put a portion of them on every hill. And call them and they will come to you in haste. And know that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is almighty, all-wise. Let me ask you, we, re- we read this ayat all the time, right? What strikes you in this story? What is it that really strikes in this story? Put yourself as a fly on the wall, sitting here and watching this conversation happening. Here is this little boy. We don't know how old he was, but my guess is that he was not even a teenager perhaps. Looking up at the sky and asking his Rabb to show him something which is totally incredible. There's no doubt in him. He's not doubting this. And also it sounds to me like this is something normal. He used to do it all the time. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala mentioned only one incident to us. This is not a unique thing that he did only on that day. Unique, normal thing for him. He used to talk to his Rabb. And then see how his Rabb and our Rabb, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala answered him. He responded with another question. Qala, Rabbi, arini kaifa tuhil mauta? Oh my Rabb, how do you give life to the dead? Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala did not say, okay, take four birds, this. No, no, no. Allah said, don't you believe? लड़का क्या पूछ रहा है सलीम भाई यार आप कैसे जिंदा करते तो अल्लाह ने नहीं कहा कि कैसे करते अल्लाह ने कहा अच्छा तुमको यकीन नहीं है तो क्या जवाब दिया यकीन है मगर आपने दिखाया तो और भी हो जाएगा व्हाट वाज द रिप्लाई ही गेव हिम अल्लाह से डोंट यू बिलीव ही सर कॉल अ बला ऑफ कोर्स आई बिलीव but if you tell me and you will show me, it will increase my faith. Rasulullah when he explained this ayat, he said, if Ibrahim salam could say this and had to say this, we have even more right to say that. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala responds with another question. And that question he Jalla Jalaluhu asks in such an intimate conversational tone with such affection that it leaves me with so much hope that when I meet him Jalla Jalaluhu I will be meeting the Rabb of Ibrahim salam, who had time for a little boy. Who had time for a little boy and that little boy's questions. Ask myself and ask you, when was the last time you spoke to Allah? Seriously. When was the last time that you spoke to Allah? I don't mean making dua and zikr and salah. I mean talk. When did you last tell Allah your story? 
When did you last, last ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala? A question. I don't mean a favor. Ya Allah, give me this, give me that. No. A question. And if you did not do that, then ask yourself, why not? Why not? Allah understands every language. Allah is seeing us and hearing us real time. Why don't we talk to Allah? Allah is talking to Allah. سب سے بات کریں گے یہاں کے لوگ کتوں سے بات کرتے ہیں اللہ سے بات نہیں کریں گے یو ڈونٹ ٹاک ٹو اللہ نی مور وی ٹاک ٹو ایوری باڈی پیپل ہو پیٹس دے ٹاک ٹو دیر کیٹس اینڈ ڈاگز آلسو بٹ یو وانٹ ٹاک ٹو اللہ وائی وائی And that is why Allama Iqbal Rahmatullah in his beautiful nazam he said Shauq tera agar na ho meri namaz ka imam Shauq tera agar na ho meri namaz ka imam mera qiyam bhi hijab mera sujood bhi hijab Allah Akbar said, Rahmatullah, if love for you, if the desire to meet you, if the yearning for you is not the Imam of my Salah, then my Qiyam is a hijab, my Qiyam is a curtain between me and you. And my Sajda is also a curtain between me and you. My Qiyam is a hijab and my Sujood is a hijab. If in my Salah, I am not yearning to meet Allah, And that is why Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, what did he say about, about Ihsan in Hadith Jibreel? An ta'bud Allah ka anna ka tara. Ka anna ka tara. Ru'yatillah. He said, worship Allah as if you can see him. Fa'illam takun tara fa'innahu yarak. And you cannot see him, but he can, he's, seeing, he's seeing you. And then Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala then, now the question was asked. Now Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is answering this question. And see how Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala answers, right? This question could have been answered in one sentence. This question could have been answered in one Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala could have said, okay, look at your sheep, die, raised. This is how it is done. No. What did he do? Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala created a complete project for Ibrahim alayhi salam. For the little kid. Think about that. Complete project. Right? Find four birds. Now tell me, anybody who knows birds, you know that taming wild birds, adult birds is not doable. Right? And think about this. Allah did not say catch four chickens. No. Four birds. Wild birds. Four different species perhaps. So it's not four fledgings from one nest. Different birds, different species have, the eggs have different gestation spans. The fledgings take a different number, a number of days to get to a particular stage of their life. 
if he so what must he do he must first of all think about which four birds then he must see where do they nest some birds nest in trees some birds nest in holes in the in the wall some birds nest in the on the ground all kinds of places so he's got to now find these four birds then he's got to watch those nests and see okay this bird is laying its eggs and now how long does it take to hatch and how long does it take those chicks to get to a, if he catches them if he takes them too early they will die if they are too old they'll fly away so he's got to get them at the right time right so here is this boy now engaged and then he's got to figure out what do I what do I feed those chicks they don't all eat the same thing and he's got no google to go and find out all this right who is giving him all this knowledge now he does all of this and then those chicks grow and imagine he is at home he's got this four birds one sitting here one sitting here one on his head and so on and so forth he's having a fun of his life and then allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says no that that is not where it is now what do you do now they come to you you call them to come to you feed them all brilliant now what do you do now you catch them you slaughter them and that's not enough yeah, allah subhanahu wa ta'ala wants to complicate the whole thing for him it's not enough to simply slaughter put four dead bodies and they are like no 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 take them slaughter them then chop them all up make this khima mix it all up and then take one lump like this and take it to and god knows allah knows how many hills they were allah didn't say there are four hills three hills all the hills so take this lump and put it on that hill now that lump has what it has the head of one bird it has the tail of some other bird it has the feather of something else it has the intestines of something else and god knows what right so the whole thing is mixed up so he said now take this and all these lump put them all over the place and then you go stand in the middle of the valley call them they will all come can you imagine what must be allah alam i don't know whether there was a head flying here and a tail flying back this way is it not my tail this is your tail huh subhanallah alazim this is allah subhanahu wa ta'ala tell me why don't we teach tasweer like this huh why don't we teach tasweer like this who told you that you should not teach tasweer like this why did allah describe this whole thing if it if we weren't supposed to think about it and if we were not supposed to reflect and think what does it like this how come we don't give our children these kinds of projects i'm not saying chop them up and they will they will not come alive so don't chop them up but <laughs> but you know introduce allah subhanahu wa ta'ala jalla jalaluhu through his creation allah subhanahu wa ta'ala told us this iqra bismi rabbikal ladhi khalaq why don't we introduce allah subhanahu wa ta'ala through his creation through these kinds of projects hmm my brothers and sisters build a connection with allah do things that only you and allah know nobody knows so that when you stand before allah when you make sajda before allah you talk to him only he knows and that is why the poet said halaka sirrun indallah bainaka anta wa bainallah halaka sadaqatun takhfa la ya'lamuha illa allah he said is there a secret between you and allah 
Do you know? Do you have? Is there a secret between you and Allah? Only between you and Allah. Is there a secret with Allah? Do you have a secret with Allah? Do you have a secret with Allah? Between you and Allah. No one, there's no third party involved. Do you have a sadaqah that you gave in secret? No one knows except Allah. No one knows except Allah. Islam is about knowing Allah. Not knowing about Allah. Knowing Allah. And Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala honored us by calling us Muslim. Let us reflect on this. Aqulu qawli hadha astaghfirullaha li wa lakum wa lisa'il muslimin fastaghfiruh innahu huwa al-ghafuru rahim. Alhamdulillah. Alhamdulillah hamdan kathiran kama amar. Wa nashadu an la ilaha illallah wahdahu la sharika lahu wa nashadu anna muhammadan abduhu wa rasuluh. Faqala ta'ala, inna allaha wa malaikatahu yusalluna ala nabi. Ya ayyuhal ladhina amanu sallu alayhi wa sallimu taslima. Allahumma salli ala sayyidina muhammadin wa ala ahli muhammad. Kama sallayta ala ibrahima wa ala ala ibrahima inna kamidun majid. اللهم بارك على محمد وعلى آل محمد كما باركت على إبراهيم وعلى آل إبراهيم إنك حميد مجيد. My brothers and sisters, I remind myself and you the stories of the Quran al-Karim are stories for عبرة. Stories to learn lessons from. They're not stories for entertaining us. They're not even historical. I mean, they are historical. But that is not the purpose. Allah is not teaching us history. They are historical in the sense that these are actual facts which happened, Allah told us. But that's not the, re the reason is not Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is not teaching us this is what happened in Musa alayhi salam's life, this is what happened in Nuhal alayhi No. This happened, so what? So what must happen in my life? We heard the story of one story from the life of Ibrahim alayhi salam. As a young boy, what happened with him? Therefore, now what must happen in my life? That is my purpose, to remind myself and you. Ask yourself this question. And say, ask yourself and say, how can I teach my children to see the signs of Allah, the ayatullah, in the creation? And then there should be a question you need to ask before that. What is that? What is that? How do I see the signs of Allah in creation? Why must you ask this question before that? Before, how can I teach my children? Very simple reason, right? It's a no-brainer. I can only give what I have. If I cannot see the signs, I cannot show the signs. As simple as that. If I can't see the signs, I can't show the signs. So what is it that we must do? as adults, as parents, as grandparents, to show the signs of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, Jalla Jalaluhu, to see them ourselves. And not just see them as objective 
analyzers, but see them with recognition of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. One of my favorite programs, absolutely all-time favorite, is the BBC World program called Blue Planet. Uh, beautiful DVDs on it, get it and see it. Pure dhikr of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And the narrator is this man called David Attenborough, who is 96 years old. Beautiful, beautiful narrator. And I make dua for him. Because I feel so sad, so sad and so sorry. That here is a man who is seeing the khilqat of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala at such close quarters. And yet, his eye of the heart is not open. He's not able to recognize the creator in the creation. And that is the reason Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala jalla jalalu said, La ta'mal absar, walakin ta'mal qulubu allati fi sudur. Allah said their eyes are not blind. It is not that they cannot see with these eyes. It is that their hearts are blind. The eyes of their hearts are blind. Ask myself, is the heart, is the eye of my heart, can it see? Or am I fooling myself? Just because I have a Muslim name, just because my ancestors have been Muslims for a thousand years, just because I come and pray in this masjid, just because I have a beard, just because I wear a turban, does it make me Muslim? Does any of this make me Muslim? When Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala said, وَمَا خَلَقْتُ الْجِنَّ وَالْهِنْسَ إِلَّا لِيَعْبُدُونَ إِلَّا لِيَعْبُدُونَ is in the meaning of إِلَّا لِيَعْرِفُونَ And Allah said that I have not created the jinn and the insan for anything other than my worship. And worship means to recognize. How can we worship the one we don't recognize? If we are worshipping Allah without recognizing Allah, then how is it different from worshipping a, a, a rock or a tree or something? How is it different? Really we have to ask this question. Is my heart, is the heart alive? Is the eye of the heart seeing or is it blind? That is the purpose of these stories of the Quran. I've been doing a series of lectures on lessons from the lives of the Ambiya. And I think this week or next week, I would have completed 100 lectures. That's one lecture per week. That is 100 weeks, which is over two years. I don't know how many of you, I get the numbers, but I don't get the names. I don't know how many of you listen to them, but they go to all of you. Listen to them. They're free. I don't get paid for it. Not by you. Ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala for the reward. Listen to them. That is why those stories are there. And we haven't even come to the seerah yet. Before that we've got over a hundred stories. Alhamdulillah. Listen to them. And then reflect. And say, what is it that I learned from this which I need to bring into my life?
ربنا ظلمنا انفسنا وان لم تغفر لنا وترحمنا لنكونن من الخاسرين يا حي يا قيوم برحمتك نستغيث اسلح لنا شاننا كل لا اله الا انت اللهم اهدنا فيمن هديت وعافنا فيمن عافيت وتولنا فيمن توليت وبارك لنا فيما اعطيت وقنا واصرف عنا شر ما قضيت فانك تقضي ولا يقضى عليك فانه لا يذل من واليت ولا يعز من عاديت تبارك ربنا وتعاليت نستغفرك اللهم ونتوب اليك اللهم اعز الاسلام والمسلمين واذل الشرك والمشركين ودمر اعداء الدين اللهم شد شملهم ودمر ديارهم ومزق جمعهم اللهم انصر من نصر دين محمد صلى الله عليه واله وسلم واخذل من خذل دين محمد صلى الله عليه واله وسلم ربنا آتنا في الدنيا حسنة وفي الآخرة حسنة وقنا عذاب النار آمين يا رب العالمين يا عباد الله رحمكم الله إن الله يأمر بالعدل والإحسان وإيتاء ذي القربى وينهى عن الفحشاء والمنكر والبغي يعزكم لعلكم تذكرون اذكروا الله يذكركم عذو يستجيب لكم ولا ذكر الله أكبر والله يعلم ما تصنعون أقيموا السلام